will never every not be time. Funny. Every time. It's going to make me smile every time. Hey, this is Shane and Drew coming at you with the 40K podcast, where we're going to talk more 40K because it's the fucking name of it. If you're here for something else, I don't know what to tell you. You're in the wrong place. <laughs> we or if you think this you. Is, if, if you think this is the Spanish version of 40K, uh, again, wrong place, and I apologize. I know no Spanish to help you go somewhere else, so... Figure it out. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> You're doing a great job here. Keep I'm banging it out. Uh, Drew, I got a question for you. Before we, this episode today, we're going to talk about our best and our worst games. But before we go to that, mm-hmm. I think I like starting our show off with a little bit of positivity. And uh, I'm going to ask you, what is your invulnerable save today? What's protecting you from the world? <laughs> Mine is... So we have our, our back porch. We have this like security light that's right above the door. <laughs> okay. And for this, for the whole week so far, these two damn birds keep trying to build a nest on the light, but they're doing a shitty job. And so <laughs> they have, we have all of these twigs and birds fit and, and dirt and, and all this shit just hanging off the light. The light's a mess. They keep stacking more branches and those keep falling. So that's created a giant pile and mess. And the dog just keeps wanting to stand on the uh, back deck and just sniff this. And then the birds keep getting mad at me. And then they keep chirping at me and chirping at the dog. And then the dad today was like puffed up on my back porch. And then he kept pacing back and forth at me as I stared at him through the door. So, yeah, I don't know how long this madness is going to keep going on. But I keep yelling at them to build the nest in the tree that's adjacent to the deck. They won't do that. They want that light so So your your happy place is other other species misery a little bit you know what (laughs) if i if i have to keep working why shouldn't they it is it is the most ass backwards game of jenga that's happening on my porch right now and i can't do a single thing about it if you can learn how to talk to birds you let me know but they just keep they won't fucking stop man (laughs) shane (laughs) what is your save for the moment my save uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with going out to the gun range lately that's, that's comforting <laughs> boy we are we are really positive people <laughs> no i think it's just uh stresses of your everyday work life uh it feels good to go out to the range and just kind of zero in and take some shots and just dude there's just something so satisfying about rifling out 30 rounds and just a five five six just one right after the other just bam 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 that is like cathartic on a on a level that i i can't begin to describe it's a weird happy place but that's definitely what's uh keeping me a little more sane right now it's, i that sounds awful now that i'm saying it out loud that just sounds terrible but i enjoy it. you don't work for the post office do you no, we're we're good there. We're good there. That's okay, <laughs> then we're then we're good. Then we're great. Keep on moving. <laughs> so, Drew, we have talked a little bit before we started recording about what we wanted this episode to be about, and I I think we came to a nice little agreement that for more introductory purposes and letting the people know like who we are, I thought we'd go over like our best, our favorite, our happiest, whatever word you want to attach to it of forty k. We'll also visit the dark side of 40k so what would you say is your favorite game that you've ever played and, and now i'm not going to expect you to remember every tiny detail because we've been playing for many years but there's definitely moments in a game that stands out above the rest for you what would that be for you that first game where i got to finally play dark eldar 
I think was my my favorite game. That was against me too, wasn't it? That was it was. Yeah, <laughs> I I know where we're going with this because I had just a Carathon. He was an yes, active you did. <laughs> uh, character that could be played in the game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew where this was going. We're all about to taste some pennies. <laughs> yeah, you see an army and you're like, there's always one that draws you in. And for me, it was Dark Eldar back in the late third edition i was literally told by the guy at the store hey you don't want to buy them i was like why he's like well the models are metal they suck like they're a pain to build it's an expensive army all of their stuff is hard to get so i was like oh okay so finally like fifth edition a whole range got redone new codex i was like this is i remember your excitement leading up to this like uh, vividly like you you could see your erection from space and it made yes. the dark elder very high, very proud. That was, I was in character, <laughs> but the, that, yeah, the, the hobby store that we used to go to, they actually got their codex in like a week early and he would let us come in like, and you could read it in the store. He couldn't sell it to you until the launch day, but I would be in there every single day, just like looking at the models and reading the, the codex. And like, I was literally building my first army before like, I bought the Codex and the models day one, and then I think that first game we played, I didn't even have everything assembled yet. Yeah, yeah, everything was, like, piecemealed. Yeah, I had, like, half-built raiders. Like, I had the bases of boats glued to stands, and that was it. But that first game, long story short, the army played just like I hoped. You and I always, I always have a blast playing with you, and you had Justicare Thawne, who is a character that, if he gets killed, yeah. you don't, he doesn't stay out of the game forever. Nope. You lay him down, and then on, like, a four-plus... He gets back up. Well, I hadn't played against him yet. And poor Justicare Thawne went down. He went down the first time to a Dark Lance, yeah. which is like an anti-tank weapon. He just eviscerated him. It's important to note that he was all alone in this game. Like, he was marching his way to just kind of secure an objective. And he, and he happened to be by a tech marine who was getting overwhelmed. And, oh. <laughs> well, like, the horrors oh, of Oh, yeah, because... Was uh somebody else was there playing Space Marines, I think. Uh, or was it you? No, I had a Tech uh, Marine for my, for my Grey Knights. I had a Tech Marine for my Grey Knights. That's fucking right. Yeah, so Thawne went down for my Dark Lands. And normally that just evaporates somebody. And you laid him down. And I was like, he's going to be out? And you're like, well, no, he gets up on a 4+. Plus. And I was like, all right. <laughs> that poor bastard. And you're like, what? And I was like, well, that motherfucker ain't getting up normal. Like, he just got hit by an anti-tank laser. He's standing up. His ears are ringing. Somebody shit his pants. The man's tasting pennies. His, you know, he's disoriented. So, Who? Where am I? <laughs> What's going on? What happened? So he... So the following round on your turn, you roll like a five. Thawne stands back up and I'm like six inches to charge or to, to like to move it into cover so he can like, yeah, do he, like a retaliatory yeah, charge. He's getting ready. He's, he's, he's prepping. And I remember this. You, yes. And then you had your tech Marine try to orbital bombard a squad of men that were, that were trying to advance on that. Fucking getting close on that tech Marine. So he was calling yes. it in danger close. And the way that in fifth edition, they still used scatter dice. So you would have this big template. They called it, a, they call it a pie plate. And you put the pie plate over, over my squad of guys. And then you scattered. So like it moved X amount of inches in a different direction. So the tech Marine got like fucking wanged in the side of the head and jerked his little like wrist <laughs> button and orbital bombarded Thawne again. So Thawne, Thawne charges valiantly like from the V, like his like raider or his, uh, his like fucking rhino gets zapped, 
falls down, stands up, disoriented, stumbles forward behind a rock, only to, like everything around him is just blinding light, and he just looks up, ah, and then he just fucking got evaporated again. And then he stood up a third time. And then I think I darted him in the neck, and then he got poisoned. Like that man. And then like you read his his codex description, and it's like he's the most valiant warrior. Nothing can strike him down. And he became like the fucking black knight of Monty Python. How about you? The entire time, that man's life was pain, dude. And so I was I was so happy that my army was awesome, and it was everything I hoped for. And I was so excited to watch the meat pinata that was thawing just get repeatedly beaten <laughs> one of my one of my favorite moments of that too was he still got into combat with your guys and he would take like one or two down and then you just like <laughs> slap him down and he'd be down for a minute you'd move on he'd get back up and he'd be like get back over here i'm not done with you and he'd come at you again and you guys would be like that guy's still fucking get the fuck away from us <laughs> Yeah, my, my witches at the time. Yeah, because they had like a four plus invone save. And yeah, Thawne would like get up and just tears in his eyes, not even able to see, would just swing at him and take like two down. And then 15 knives would get jammed into his, his chest. And then he would fall down and then he'd stand back up, like spit out some teeth and be like, bunch of pussies, I ain't done with you yet. I ain't here, no bell. I ain't here, no Bring bell. It up. <laughs> that was that was the that was the life and times of Just a Care Thought. <laughs> oh. That was probably my my absolute favorite game. I'll never forget that game. Um Oh god, yeah. That's <laughs> Shane, what was your favorite? <laughs> that one ranks up there for sure. But because you described that one, I don't want to tell the same story twice. So I'm gonna go with a tale of fucking there was not much going on in this game except for one moment, and it was the it it's the it's the epitome of why I love this game so much is the haphazard randomness and chance of it. And do you remember the the apocalypse game that we played? It was a two v two. Is this Brass Scorpion? This is the, the Brass Scorpion. So <laughs> so Drew's cousin, who is also named Shane, has a... He had taken a painstaking <laughs> amount of time to kitbash a Brass Scorpion. And for you guys that don't know what that might be, it was an apocalypse, like apocalypse-only style vehicle. And he had to kitbash like two defilers and something else together to make this thing. And he did... Mm-hmm. A fantastic job on this it looked amazing um he, and he had he fucking painted it he did everything that like and this this is coming from a time when we did not paint our entire armies we were way too wanting to get this shit on the board and play with it and he took his time painted it it looked amazing and he was so excited to get it on the table. This was what? This was before 5th edition, because I was playing Tyranid this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like, during this time in the game, it was it was pretty common to like have multiple entries in your codex that just didn't have a model, weren't going to get a model. You had to kit bash it yourself. You had to literally build it from, you know, oh, I'm going to buy a whatever and turn it into this, and there you go. And that was the Brass Scorpion, man. And this thing, this thing was a dev, like, this thing would devastate shit that it shot at. But he didn't get to go first, and that was his downfall. <laughs> so I had, at the time, what was called a Vindicare Assassin. He's the fucking sniper, and but his old rule set was he did this thing where he could roll the hit, and when he was shooting at this, like, super heavy, he needed a six to penetrate its armor. So I rolled a hit, I get a six. A 
And then I rolled it. Then I rolled to do a wound, which I needed a six to penetrate the army. He gets another six. But when he gets that penetrate, he had a special rule that allowed him to roll like, I think it was like 4d6. Oh, that turbo penetrator? Yeah. By the way, I'm a child and I still giggle every time I hear the word turbo (laughs) penetrator. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, So so he he takes the hit and he's like, ah, it's fine. It'll be all right. So then I get the penetrate and he's like, ah, it'll be okay. And then I rolled out my ass on this 46 and I do, cause that's how many, that's how many points of armor it penetrated or whatever. Yeah. And I, I, I basically annihilated it. So I didn't just destroy it though, because in one shot I killed it, but the brass scorpion had a special rule set. That said, if uh, if it's destroyed, you have to roll on a separate chart. And if you roll on this chart, one to two, nothing happens. Like three to four, you got to place the small blast template over it. And it like, it damages anybody nearby it. Oh, but if you roll a six, it goes like thermonuclear. And you had to take out this like, what was it? Like a 12 inch disc? It was 15 inch disc. It was the apocalypse size. It it was the apocalypse like pie plate, essentially like large round. It was like 15 inches in diameter. And you had to lay it over the top of the, the thing that got blown up. And then anything under that was also taking like a strength 10 hit at AP like annihilates your armor, kills you out. Like anything underneath that pie plate was going to die. And so he rolls for his first save to see if he saves out of it. And he rolls a one. So he whiffs his fucking save. And so he needed he needed two sixes for this thing to go like thermo. Yeah. And he rolls back-to-back sixes on it and literally just like blows up a chunk of his army. All from a single shot. The very first shot of the game. Yep. That one to me was like, I was just so excited. And he was so depressed. <laughs> like... <laughs> like like, he was so excited to get that thing out there, and I just went, uh, nope, it's gone. <laughs> That's it for that. Which which is common. Whatever your new fancy thing is, it's going away. <laughs> yep. Because people look at it and say, new and different, I don't like it, dead. Yeah. It's like, well, that's a mighty nice looking model you got there. Be a shame if somebody were to destroy it. <laughs> oh, man. The, my favorite part of that game, besides... You uh, blanking the brass scorpion first turn first shot was that was the the, the match where we had that force field generator in the center of the table mm-hmm. and one of the guys on on the team that we were playing sent a squad of guys in to take that generator and I had t- uh, set a squad of um, uh, gene stealers to oh, ambush right. that was my ambush territory or uh, spot and so he got his entire squad in there all shoved nice and neat so they were all within the the fucking <laughs> in the terrain space <laughs> yeah into the force field i think that was like like flash gets or something like that like the one of the real shooty orc squads yep. and i was like and activate my ambush and then just decimated him like, what the fuck is that he's like that, that's fucking crazy and i was like well don't put a a nuclear generator in a bunch in a forest i was like you're gonna fuck the squirrels up (laughs) he didn't appreciate that but oh that was a fun game (laughs) thinking okay so thinking of things that we don't appreciate now we're gonna take the darker turn 
we'll, we'll pick one game where it was just like this is bad this is not fun i didn't i didn't enjoy this there was no funny story to come out of this it just kind of eh. yeah there was a game we played where one of the guys that used to play in our group whatever the new meta army was whatever was doing really well in the tournaments at the time that would be what he would buy and build it exactly like it was supposed to be built yes so you know 40k you know it's like our poker night so it's like oh yeah we're gonna get together this saturday night we're gonna get together and play you know and it takes you know you got to invest some time build your list gather your stuff take the time to play you're talking a couple hours and everything so like you and i always made sure we enjoyed it when we did it because it's you're talking a couple hours of your time so yeah want to have fun and you know he came in just with a hyper serious competitive army and we you and i don't build them like that we don't play it that way Yeah, yeah it's fun when you win but I mean, honestly, there have been games where I've gotten destroyed and it's still cracked me up because something hilarious has happened. So it was, uh, he played demons, which at the time, chaos demons were like the army. And I think I was completely tabled by like turn two. Uh, you had like a couple things, but yeah, you were, you were so gutted. You were useless. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, like I get it. You're going to win. Like, but you were probably going to like, regardless, like, dude, you brought like, look, even just looking at his army versus mine. And he was explaining how like, well, this synergizes with this and this gets this bonus and this gets that bonus. Oh yeah. This is nasty. That's, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and um, you're just like, time, you're just kind of sitting there going, all right, well, uh, yeah, it, like, this was cool. like, I think seventh, <laughs> seventh edition dark Eldar hadn't really been updated at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, and, you were still waiting on a new edition yet. And yes, so we were, and there, and we were both kind of out of date. Yeah. Like my, my Archon, like he had a, uh, like a power lance and the power lance wasn't even in their rule. Like it was like a generic power weapon from the main rule book at the time. So, I mean, I was just like, I was going off of like, like my, my Raiders, the whole thing about dark Eldar is they move fast and then they can shoot. Well, in that edition, before they got their codex that said, yeah, they can still do that. They got like, they got screwed over by some rules. So it's like, Oh, like if they move more than five inches or six inches, then you only hit on sixes. You snap fire. So, like, you took my super fast Zoomy army and made it to where, like, they're driving hover go-karts. And, <laughs> and they're already they paper were, mache anyways. So. They're already paper mache. And because they were open top, like, nobody got cover saves from template weapons. They hit, like, everybody in there. So my army wasn't, by any means, was was not competitive. And that game sucked. I, like, you and I were trying to make the most of it. But, man, like, I think you were dead turn three after. Like, I was out, too. And I just looked at you and I was like... Hope you don't mind holding the fort down. Yeah, and, and I, I think... and, I'm, and I'm, when I'm playing, when I play Grey Knights, uh, if if anybody out there is familiar with the Grey Knights, um, they are not a uh, they're they're a powerful army without a doubt, but they are not a foothold army. They piecemeal their fucking points together as best they can. Now, now this this current edition, we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, this current edition, they're a lot better at that. But old editions, they sucked at holding points. They were point heavy. They were a point heavy army. So you only had two or three units that could really hold objectives. The rest were kind of there to beat the shit out of things. When they can walk in and just wreck your normal guys who are supposed to hold the fucking fort down, and then you're just left like the rest of my guys couldn't do anything. At, they at the time they couldn't take objectives in that edition. So I just yeah. had like half my army was meant to bolster your your defense essentially. Like, they weren't meant to hold the points. Your army was meant to hold the points. And I was there to be the hammer. Like, I was, or anvil. Whichever metaphor works better for you. 
but I was meant to be your, your block wall. Like I was meant to like keep you protected while you hold the points. We gather the point, you know, we get our points, our victory points. Wow. That'll be a great game. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like we had never played against somebody that was that hyper competitive before. Yeah. And it, I mean, yeah, it took a game that I absolutely loved and I was miserable. Cause I mean, I was there for like three hours and I think I only had about an hour and a half of actual game time. At mo- and that was concluding setup. I think that was the game though. Or maybe we played a second one shortly after that. Yeah, I think we rushed a game back together, like kind of piecemeal to quicker game. Yeah, like you and I, and and still had fun. But yeah, um, yeah. so that for me, I mean, any anything where some one person is super super hyper competitive, um, I'm out. I I just don't play that style. So um, not a tournament player. Yeah. All right. Same. Same. same, Not a tournament player. Yeah. Um, what, about, what about yourself? Uh, that game was a that game was a downer for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one there. Um, I don't think you were around for this one. I think this is a game that I played with your cousin and then two other guys. And I remember dealing with the two other guys. They didn't play hyper competitive lists. They played uh, Death Star lists. And uh, if you're not familiar with that terminology, mm. Death Star lists are where you build your entire army around one unit. And this unit is a killer. Like, it's a blob of guys or one individual guy who's just protected to all hell. And their entire thing is this unit will win you the game. So, kind of knowing that and having played some other games, I was kind of going in there a bit more prepared and a little bit bitter and a little bit more ass chapped because i'm like great i get to do another (laughs) round of this bullshit like so i was like fine i'm gonna fucking do one so i built a 10-man paladin unit with a fucking drago in the center that's a fucking death star unit of gray knights those things they'll wreck that they will wreck anything so i was all they were pissed when they heard that i brought that in but it was over three quarters of my army's points was that one unit so i didn't have a whole lot to play with after that but I was like, it doesn't matter because I'm just going to go in and I'm going to hit them hard and it's going to be great. But the addition we were playing, mm, you still had to scatter when you deep struck in. Like you'd set a model down and then you had to roll for scatter. And he rolled into a wall. Well, you can't teleport into a wall. That's not allowed. All I had to do was not roll a one or a two. That's all I had to fucking do. Because then they would have just fucked off back to the warp for a little bit and come in later. No, I rolled a one obliterated the unit it was just gone like it just died outright so i lost the entire unit and the rest of the game i just sat there going well that sucked and like (laughs) you know like i mean had like i think i had like two maybe three units and it's like i had a good laugh about it like i wasn't too butthurt about it It was like yeah i gambled all and i lost that's on me but it still sucked it was still a boring game there was one highlight to that game and that was when my teammate of the game was running burn a trucks uh which is uh an orc tactic where you would load up a bunch of burnas in a truck and just drive them around and because trucks were open top all the guys could shoot out and they all had flamethrowers so you just drive up next to something and then lay 12 exact same flame templates over a unit and just murder them yeah you would lay the single flame template and then however many guys had that weapon, you just multiplied the, like, however many that template was hitting, and you could just say, oh, yeah, they're all firing out of the exact same weapon port. Yeah, and yeah. so he had a 10-man unit of Orc Burnas. This other guy 
had his Death Star unit of Dark Angels, and he fucking marked, like, he had, uh, what the hell are the, the Dark Angels guys? Was it Deathwing? Deathwing, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he parks him right next to the truck, and the guy goes, okay, well, here we go. And he just goes, boom, boom, boom. And he just, just dropped. And he had lined his guys up just right where every guy was getting hit. He got hit with 10 flame templates all at once. Basically, gut, I think he was left with two Deathwing Terminators when it was all said and done. And he literally fucking pouted in the corner. Like, he didn't want to talk to fucking anybody. He was so... He had no idea what he had just walked up to. He didn't know that it was existing. And I think it was right around that time where me and you decided, no more secret keeping when it comes to your list. Explain what the fuck that shit does at the beginning of the game. So they know going in, hey, this can happen if you... You know, just to let you know, because um, I think we both agree that it's just, it's shady and underhanded. Yeah. If you don't know my codex and I don't know your codex, it's shady and underhanded for me to bring something in. Like, eh, that's just this guy. Don't worry about him. And then he actually has some special rule that fucks you up. And I just yeah. wait for you to fall into that trap so I can go, ha ha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, because you and I, I mean, we, we played the same armies forever. So we kind of like learned each other's armies along with our own together. So we never really had that issue. And then playing with people that, you know, would do that. I don't know. That's like cheating the system. That's kind of shit that, again, comes off more competitive than it comes off casual friendly to me. Yes. I don't necessarily get too mad at them. But at the same time, it's like, dude, come on. We're just trying to play a pick me up game. That'd be like me and you going to the basketball court. And I'm like, hey, my buddy's going to come join in. Uh, Why don't you bring a friend? And we'll, we'll just do a quick pick-me-up game. And you're like, all right, cool. You know, 2v2. My, but me and my buddy versus you and your buddy. And I show up with fucking Michael Jordan. And I'm like, oh, that's my buddy. And you're like, no, that's not a fucking pick-me-up game, dude. <laughs> that's a secret fucking weapon that I had no idea you were going to bring. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Another game that came to mind, and I'm only going to briefly talk about it. It was the one where there's a chaos demon. And I had my Imperial. This was in my Imperial Guard Army. And he was flying around, just devastating. Like, I couldn't stop him. So I was oh like... Oh my god, you and I were on the same team that Yes, game. yeah. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna fire at him with my las guns. Now, las guns don't do dick against anything. They're nicknamed flashlights. And I shot his, uh, his demon, and it was flying. So I, I could only hit on sixes. So I only hit, like, three shots. Was and I could only thruster? wound on sixes. What's that? I said, was it a bloodthirster? Yeah, it was like a bloodthirster demon. And he was just fucking... Yeah marching all over god's green earth and i was just like fuck it men take your shots because he's coming towards them anyways and he's gonna kill them all so fuck it yeah he he took to the skies and so you unleashed unleashed a horde of laser pointers in space (laughs) well i just like to think that one of those laser pointers because i had to i had to hit on sixes i could only wound him on sixes and then if he failed his armor check which was only a two plus and then if he failed that, because he was flying, this was 7th edition, he had to do like a crash and burn. Like on a 1, he would crash back to the earth and take more damage. And I'll never forget it because I'm like basically shining lasers up there and I must have hit him in the eye or something because he got blinded and he was like all angry at me. But then he lost control of himself and he came plummeting back to the ground. You zap fried his eyes, <laughs> his corneas, <laughs> and then he crash landed on my boat and then proceeded that following turn to just carve through all like half of my witches but he uh he died like a turn later after all that like he got so badly damaged from the fall i just remember it was just like this hilarious again a series of like shouldn't have happened dice rolls yeah <laughs> and just 
fucking by some grace of the emperor, it just everybody just the demon well, crashed yeah, to earth. I was laughing so hard at that. that I was like, oh my god, it worked. <laughs> yeah, because that because that following <laughs> shooting phase that I had. Oh, after he got done. Oh yeah, you through, darted like, the shit out of him. I darted the shit. I tranked his ass <laughs> hardcore. It was yeah. We we got full Jurassic Park on him, and then we tranked the big the big monster until it fell back asleep. <laughs> shit. Then <and> that's. <laughs> to, <laughs> As he, you can't tell, like, this shit, like, this shit happened years ago, and we still can remember this stuff, and that's, like, the moments that we live for in the game. Yeah, I was so happy when it landed on my boat, because I was like, I yelled, Flickerfield! Because I had a five, <laughs> at, the, at the time, my boats had a five plus in bone save, and I think I rolled, like, a two, and then I was like, oh, they're, they're all dead. Because <laughs> you were like, don't they get a save? And I was like, no, it's open top. I, I was still hamstrung by that open top rule. So oh, God, like, yeah, that's right. Cause it's I, like, I rolled, I, I rolled like a, I, I don't even know what it was. I had to roll like X amount of dice or something like that. It was like six witches in the boat just evaporated alone in the boat itself. <laughs> oh, they're oh, all gone. <laughs> oh no, not again. <laughs> Laid it on my space canoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Shit. So, um, as I had mentioned a little bit earlier, um, like the state, I think I mentioned like ninth edition and where gray knights are. I think it'd be a nice thing just to touch kind of quickly on where the game is at currently. I'll ask Drew here in a second, but I personally, I've really enjoyed 9th edition. It can be a bit daunting. Feels like as I'm building an army list, the facts are being updated. Like, in, like oh, my army's almost built. Uh, fact came out. Fuck! <laughs> I'll restart it. I start building another one. Uh, they they fact it again. So there's a lot of information coming out. They're doing by far their best at balancing the game than they ever have. They're addressing things more quickly. GW back in the day, it was like, it was a Death Seer units uh, for the Eldar. The guys that rode on the jet bikes and they had like a three plus invone. Something like that. They're they're like crazy. They're, they're Death Star unit that would just hover around. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. they're, everybody's like, guys, this is broken. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Now it's like, like, hey, hey guys, this seems a little off. And they're like, we're on it. Fuck it. Yeah, here's a new rule for it. Yeah, they didn't um, have FAQs that I knew of at the time, I don't think. They had some f- facts in 4th edition, but it was, like, broad. Like, it was, like, it was it was facts to the core rulebook, and if your army book was fucked over because of that fact that they messed with the core rules, fuck you. Too bad. <laughs> You're gonna have to live with it. That was back, like, when they used to put the author of the, the codexes, and then Matt Ward was in charge of, like, the 5th edition, I think it was. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Necron re- redo. He did and the then, Necron, like, he did the Grey Knights. And everybody was like, what the hell is this? They're too overpowered, yep. they're crazy. And then Matt Ward got like a bunch of death threats, and then Games Workshop stopped putting authors on the codexes. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. That's literally, that's all, that all actually, like, is how that how that happened because <laughs> uh, he's still i'm pretty sure he still works there it's just no like he just doesn't get talked about anymore like well, i was I just gonna say yeah book. yeah they're like oh no i don't know nope, nobody wrote um, that so i mean i personally i really I've, I've been a big fan of the ninth edition i think they the the codexes have been just phenomenal uh in comparison way more way more flavor to them uh and when i say flavor i mean in a game perspective there's always been flavor to the lore um but personally me, I'm not, I, I like the lore, but I like having fun with the lore. I like making a little bit of jokes with the lore. I don't take it very seriously like some people do. Um, where I want the flavors, I want it in the gameplay. I want to feel like I've got a little bit more control and I can make it a little bit more 
my army and how I want my army to operate. So now Grey Knights get brotherhoods that, that you get, you got like seven different brotherhoods you can pick from that you run it as. And then there's even more, uh, you know, adjust like customization to the characters. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm really enjoying it personally. Yeah. I, 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 I would ask you what, what's your thoughts on, on the current edition? I like this edition so far. It's intimidating to get into because I dropped out at seventh um, when I moved. And so now I, I skipped eight and I'm jumping right into nine. And, yeah. you know, it was like I, our I, first game, you were like, here's my codex. And then here's my set of cards that go with my army. And I was like, what, what are those? They make life so much easier. Get your cards. If you get, when you get an army, get the fucking card set. I know it sounds stupid. Just fucking do it though. It's totally worth the money. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, you have all of these different, like, command points, and then you can do these different actions during your turn, and possibly during my turn, and I was just like, holy crap, like, there's a, like, you got your main rulebook, you got your codex, but, okay, there are these cards, and then there are, like, campaign books now, and, and conquest mode. Dude, conquest mode is, like, my wet dream we, I fucking, we have tried to I make have, our own yes. conquest mode since fourth edition we have tried to homebrew it so many times and they nailed it they, they nailed finally it. got it and it's it's fantastic so um yeah so so for me like it, it's funny it, it's like i looked at it and i was like oh man this is this is crazy but then you know you look at the cards and i was like oh okay these are literally there to make it so you don't have to keep flipping to different tables and that in your rule book they're just yep. there to to make it so you have to do less rule flipping. I was like, that's awesome. Especially um, you, psychic powers. Oh shit! You gotta, yes. If you got psychic powers, fucking get those cards because those yes. cards are gonna make it. You literally just like lay them down in front of you so you know what psychic powers you have, and then you can take the card and you can place it. Oh, I'm gonna cast hammer hand on this unit. Okay, they got it. And since I can only cast it once, I can just lay it down on that unit. Like boom! Yep. I now I know that. I don't need a dice marker. It just, that card goes there. Yep. Yeah. And it, it just, it actually made the game simpler. Like it was intimidating at first. And I was like, oh, okay. Like those, that's not scary. Um, stratagems. He, like it's, there's the stratagems. Oh get yes, the cards, like, guys. Get the fucking cards. <laughs> and and so like you have even got your son into the game. Yes. This edition. Yes. And I think that's a testament to the fact that like he, he has, he is 11, guys. He's and 11, he's, and he's picking. he picks the game yeah. up pretty well. He's still, I mean, he's 11, so he still has his hiccups. But he has, a, I got him a Necron army, uh, and he's super into it. He lo he loves getting getting down and playing. Uh, he, his only issue is he, he wants to just rush it. He just, he wants to build the biggest army possible and bring it to the table. I'm like, dude, you gotta, you gotta learn the basics, bud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, the fact that you can have an 11-year-old learning this game, which back when when I first got into it, I think I was like 16 and I, I was like, I'm so out of my, like I'm way over my head here. You're out of your fucking element, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, ninth edition so far, I'm, I'm happy with it. So before we, we bounce out, I, I'm just going to take this moment. Um, I want to, I'm going to probably do this quite a bit, at least in the first few, but I definitely want to send out a special thanks to, Astralborn, that's uh, my friends Paul, Derek, and Jason, for doing our amazing intro music. It's literally the most professional thing you're going to hear throughout <laughs> this entire fucking podcast ever. We're never going to be that like professional sounding. Uh, so I, I want to always make sure I take time to thank them. Uh, they, you know, 
they did that totally pro bono, and I, I appreciate that eternally. Uh, so, Drew, uh, before we go, though, last week you asked me the, oh, the question question the, of the day. The question <laughs> of the day. So, but I've got one for you. Oh, this is, this is kind of like a this is kind of like if a god if God you know heated a burrito, could he himself not hold it? Like you know, one of those conundrums. So, corn. Mm-hmm. He's like the god of murder. Like, he loves death and killing, right? Yes. You can establish that. Mm-hmm. Slanish, god of excess and pleasure, mm-hmm. loves, to, loves the hard sex, right? <laughs> if you tell... Listen, I'm getting somewhere with this. If you told Corn to murder that pussy of Slanish, what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Drew. I have Shane, and this has been another episode of 40K Murdering. <laughs>